What's poppin', man? It's Audio Al, and you're listening to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix right here on YouTube, Spotify, or any of your favorite streaming apps. Thank you, Al. That is correct. It is Wednesday, August 24th, 2022, 8 p.m. sharp. This is podcast number 102. Figure we added in a little more zest than last time. I'm not going to sit here and play the Walters intro, though, because I don't have it all queued up. But Josh... We've predicted 272 games. We talked about last or half of the teams last week. We got 16 teams uh, to go. It's the NFC this week. But uh, before we hop into that, pal, as always, hi yeah dern. It is dern. Hi dern. I'm sorry. I genuinely did not understand your answer. And so, assuming there's other people like me translator on. Okay. I'm doing well. How are you, good sir? Uh, well, you know, I'm not ashamed to talk about it. I guess could be better. Uh, you know, I won't sit here and pretend like I was in some sort of like five-year relationship where I lived with someone and we had joint financials and this and that. But dealing with a little bit of a breakup situation. Uh, you know, which you know, no one ever starts uh, dating someone with the hopes of breaking up. So could be better. Could be worse. Uh, you know, luckily we're in therapy, but some tears have been shed. Uh, a lot of tears have been shed over the last 24 hours. So, you know, it's uh, the world's not going to end by any means, but certainly could be happier. But the show must go on, Josh. And uh, honestly, probably couldn't have happened at a better time. So I'll really get to sink into football here this fall. So I don't know. Well, I could I could be doing better, but uh, could be doing worse, pal. I, I will apologize for shedding all those tears. I didn't mean to cry on you that much. Yeah, it um, happens. But, um, you know, it's like you said, it's part of life. It's unfortunate. I was sorry to hear that. Um, more so sorry that I didn't get to enjoy the company of you uh, when you told me so I could give you a big old hug. But uh, <laughs> I'll see you this weekend. And my shorts, they will be a short. Uh, so you'll get some good old Josh thigh. The chubbies will be complimented with your chubby. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, I mean, yeah. So. Obviously, chubby shorts are the only shorts that you should be wearing, um, especially especially when the sun's out, the sky's out, you know, sky's out, thighs out. Hell yeah, brother! Um, but uh, I got I always go on their sale because they have a bunch of discontinued shorts, and when I find someone in my size, I usually just buy them. I don't care what they look like as long as I got the seven inch inseam, um, six inch minimum um, inseam there, and and they you know they fit and. I bought some, and there's just a bunch of toucans all over it. I can't wait to pop them bad boys on. Toucans? Were there any loops of fruit um, accompanying this toucan, or no? No, no. These are the real toucans, the ones that are, you know, in the jumble, um, doing a whole bunch of jumble animal things. All right. Well, glad to hear you're doing good. Uh, you know, I'm going to be all right. You want to hop right into the, the NFC teams here, or what? Yeah. Yeah. Should we do um, alternating reverse uh, alphabetical order by head coach's maiden name? <laughs> That's. Uh, do you have. Are you prepared to do that? Because, I mean, if so, like, we can do that. But, yeah, I mean, you just um, have to take the lead on that. Using an educated guess, I'm going to go ahead and assume that it is the exact same order of alphabetization as um, the teams are. So it worked out. That is pretty dang handy, Josh. All right, well, I'll go ahead and start then with them Arizona Cardinals getting right into it. I've got the Cardinals going 10-7 and 7 this year. Obviously, there's Kyler Murray's been getting a lot of heat this summer uh, for some sort of uh, you know studying game film stipulation in his contract that has apparently been taken out right afterwards. Um, who knows what the hell's going on with all that, but uh, it's interesting nonetheless. Also, that info little infographic we all saw on uh, on Reddit. If you're a fan, Kyler Murray's gonna stink as soon as that COD comes out. And they're they're re-releasing Modern Warfare 2 or remastering Modern Warfare 2, whatever the hell they're doing. So uh, yeah, Kyler Murray's absolutely screwed. So I think 10 and 7. Most of the wins will come before Call of Duty is released. Um, you know, they, it's easy for them to rack up wins when they're playing Seattle twice and stuff like that. So I don't think Arizona is gonna be a great team, but I got them power ranked 15. Yeah, I had them uh, a little bit worse than you. They're powering 18 on mine, but I had them going 8 and 9 uh, for the same reasons you alluded to with COD being a good one. 
but then they're also missing DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Hollywood Brown's probably going to get arrested for speeding because apparently his uh, 135 or whatever in a 35 mile an hour speed limit zone um, was his like second speeding ticket within a week and a half or two weeks because um, the first one was like 71 and a 40. I don't know. Um, but hey, Hollywood Brown wants to go fast, and we all know how that worked out for Henry Ruggs, so maybe I think they were in the same draft class. Jesus, um, Josh. You can't, you can't say that. What, is it Henry, Henry Carpet? Yes, that's, that's what I meant. Okay. That's what I was inferring. Um, but no, I mean, you know, he's got to get his head out of that, his ass, but no DeAndre, no a Christian $72 million guaranteed Kirk. Um in a wide out room so it's going to be i think it's going to take a little bit of a time for him to adjust and then once deandre comes back actually i think that that's going to be about the same time cod comes out so it'll be a little bit of here deandre please catch this right just uh deandre down there somewhere you know like all the memes say yep uh but yeah so i have them going eight and nine uh and what do you got on power ranked and what's the difference between us eight with uh so we were three apart on that one all right, pal. Well, if you first finish up the Cardinals, that means you can take the next team to start. I had the Atlanta Falcons um, going 3-14. and 14. Um, I mean, their best offensive weapon is Corderell Patterson, and he was bounced around between three different teams where he could not find offensive success. So um, it's a little bit offensive to the people of Atlanta to have that as their number one option. Um, uh, Kyle Pitts, my guy? Their number one running back option, I guess. I don't know. Kyle Pitts is decent. I, um, but yeah, three and fourteen. They lost Matty Ice. Um, I don't believe that uh, Mariota is the guy. He might be able to scramble around a little bit, but he's um, he's shown that you know he can be supplanted by somebody else at quarterback. I had them power ranked thirty-one. Dang. All right. Well, this is one of those teams where like I don't feel like. Marcus Mariota's not bad. There's just it's just one of those teams where it's like some teams had to be fucking trash, right? I can't have a bunch of teams sitting at eight and nine or whatever it was. So I got the Falcons going three and fourteen as well. Um, not perfectly similar to the Steelers, but another team that like I think should be better, uh, but I just don't think they're gonna be. Um, I think they'll play spoiler more for like maybe the Falcons or the Saints if they're on the bubble or something, kind of win those, some of those divisional games. But um, it's hard to give the Falcons many wins. So uh, I had them power rank 30 at 3 and 14. So we were, we both think they're absolute bottom of the barrel. Uh, but moving on then, since we both just hate Atlanta, I'll go ahead and talk about one of their division rivals, the Carolina Panthers. I have the Carolina Panthers going 6-11. and 11. Um, I think a Baker Mayfield raises their floor. Obviously, they traded for him. Um, or they traded for him, or is he released? I forget. I think they traded for him, right? Anyways. Yeah, they traded. Yeah. Uh, so I think that raised their floor a bit over Sam Darnold for sure. Um, CMC is a big question mark. CMC could easily be a plus or minus three wins kind of guy, depending on what his prediction is this year. He's just such a dynamic football player. Um, yeah, but I don't, you know, I think they'll just be beating, you know, they're some of those mediocre teams that'll beat up on the absolute bottom of the barrel like the Falcons, and maybe they'll win a spoiler game or two or a trap game. But, you know, they're not going to do anything crazy. 6-11, I got them power rank 23. Sorry about it. Yeah, I uh, I had them a little bit worse than you at four and thirteen for a record uh, with power rank twenty eight, so a difference of five there. Um, I I mean I do feel like this team's kind of a wild card. Baker does raise their floor, so four wins is probably the absolute minimum I'd give them. Um, they I could see them going, you know, eight and nine or something if they get on a streak with CMC. Um, but I mean they're I mean as far as it, that team goes, they've got you know. Sam Darnold, they just lost their rookie quarterback forever, it sounds like, with Liz Frank. Um, they've got Baker. Uh, they had P.J. So they a bunch of different quarterbacks rolling through, and obviously Baker's going to start there. But if he gets, if his shoulder isn't necessarily 100%, he gets trotted off, and they put Sam Darnold in. I mean, it's like it's one of those teams where I expect them to score a TD for the wrong team. For the wrong team, huh? Just run it the wrong way, a la, what was that, Johnny Randall? Some Viking did that, right? I thought it was John uh, Randall. Marshall. Oh, whoever it was. Uh, but, yeah, dude, absolutely wild. Uh, but, all right, we both got them uh, in the bottom half of the league for sure. You got them a little further down than I do. But how about them Bears, Josh? Um, so I, I've actually predicted this before their uh, preseason debacles. Um, I had them going 5-12, and 12, um, negative 5 and 20, uh, 23 is probably more accurate. Um, 
But, uh, I mean, it sounds like they're just a struggle bus, and uh, their wide receiver core might be worse than Green Bay Packers' wide receiver core. Um, and that's only, you know, and the only reason Green Bay Packers is better is because Romeo Dobbs. Um, I had them, you know, power rank 26, so a little bit better than Carolina, uh, just because I do think that some of their schedule is a little bit easier and um, and they could win with Fields' legs. But um, overall, not not, uh, not a pretty not a pretty year for Chicago. Sorry, Bert. I do think it's kind of nuts that you yeah, Burt McStuff and shout out. I do think it's kind of crazy that you have Chicago getting more wins than the Carolina because I feel the absolute opposite. I have Chicago going two and fifteen. I mean Ryan Poles already seems to be an iffy GM just with how he's been handling. Is it um, Roquan Smith? Is that, is that the right linebacker I'm thinking of? Um, how they've been handling that yeah. star player and whether or not to resign him. I understand he's representing himself and he has no agent, so that makes it kind of tough within the rules too. But two and fifteen is what I got for them with Everflus. I mean, defensive minded head coaches. I mean Staley's doing all right and out in. Uh, out in LA for the Chargers but other than that like how many defensive minded coaches are really like dominating the league you know I won't say Bill Belichick's a defensive minded coach necessarily so uh maybe this team maybe the I mean he's a special teams guy at his heart um but yeah I don't think the Chicago team is going to do anything this year maybe in a couple years but I got him power rank 32 sorry even sorry about it Bert um but yeah I got I got Chicago literally at the bottom of the barrel uh but we have we have a difference of six there between the two of us um moving on nothing would make me happier <laughs> right moving on to the dallas cowboys josh this one was a little con- controversy for us i have the dallas cowboys going 12 and 5 i mean that that offense is pretty potent i mean dak is really good uh cd lamb's coming to his own michael gallup sounds like he's right back on track to be here for week one if not week two you know i'm still very high on zeke tony paul just set of a player um the defense just seems to keep getting keep getting better they got micah parsons uh, micah parsons micah persons whatever his last name is parsons. last year yeah i'm just having struggle i'm struggling to think right now and struggling to talk a bit but um yeah i don't know i think this team's really good you know, I don't. I don't think this team's really good because of Mike McCarthy. I think it's probably another situation like Mike McCarthy was in Green Bay, where the team is good despite him. But uh, Kellen Mond really not Kellen Mond. Fuck, what's um, what's our offensive coordinator's name? It's something's pretty similar to Kellen Mond, isn't it, or something? Kellen? I don't know. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. There it is. Um, yeah, he seems to know what they're doing, and they get a lot of offensive plays off. It's just kind of their, uh, you know, a high tempo offense. So I like them. I think they're gonna do a lot of things. I think they're good for fantasy. I think they're good for football. I got them going twelve and five. Power rank four, Josh. I got up them power ranked all the way up at four. I'd love to hear you absolutely rip that apart. What do you got for the Cowboys? Yeah, I had them with a winning record, just barely nine and eight. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said about their offense being potent. Um, it does seem that, you know, they got rid of Cooper, who he wasn't necessarily the wide receiver one. It was C.D. Lamb for C.D. Lamb is coming into his own. Like you said, he's got an ankle injury. Michael Gallup's been hurt. Um, after that, I'm not sure. Um, Dalton Schultz is a pretty actually solid tight end. I do like him. Um, Dak is good. I mean, he's a solid player. He'll get he'll get some points with on his own, just um, improvising. Um, Tony Pollard is a stud. I mean, you know, I, I do agree their offense is great. But then I look over there and I see that barbecue guzzling big Mike McCarthy, who I had to watch for 45 years in Green Bay, Eddie McStuffins Leggin Lacey <laughs> to run sweeps every other play. And and Eddie Lacey ain't a guy to sweep anything except, <laughs> you know, the fry dust off his pants. Um <laughs> And so it's, it, it, I just, he's, he's due to have Zeke run 35 times straight up the middle without a center playing. And I'm, I'm here for it. Um, but yeah, nine and eight is what I had him going. Um, I, I do think that, you know, it, if they do finish different than that, it would definitely be better, not worse, just because they are a playoff team. But who knows? They might, uh, they might slide instead of spike. I mean, they're absolutely going to win their division, right? Well, I don't know. We'll get. We'll we'll talk about a few of their teams. All right. What do you got for the Lions, Josh? I have them going six and eleven. Um, I didn't take any notes just because it's kind of been spot on with Detroit lately, um, or in in recent history where you know there's not much to say. It's just you know it's Detroit. It's that it's that kid at the park that you invite to play because his parents are sitting there, kind of with their arms crossed and with sad face because he doesn't have any friends. So you're like, hey, come on, Lion. Come over here. Let's play. Um, MCDC, 
Um, he's probably going to be the only reason they get six wins because he's going to suit up and Goff. Um, Goff should probably stick to playing Goff, um, you know, the 18-hole course thing. Um, but uh, I got them going 6-11 and 11 for power rank 22. Josh, you obviously haven't been watching Hard Knocks, have you? Three episodes out. I, you you could have been doing don't your have homework. HBO. What's your problem? About $14.99 a month and I don't use it. What's, Josh, you listening to me? What's your problem? I mean, I watched some Barry Sanders highlights. That should have given me enough knowledge about the Detroit Lions. <sighs> I got the Detroit Lions going 9-8. and eight. I'm the only, you said you didn't write any notes. Literally all I have in my notes section in all caps is Motor City Dan Campbell. I got him power rank 20. You had him power rank 22. It's only a difference of two. So we're kind of thinking the same thing, even though you have them with a losing record, which is absolute disrespect to MCDC. Jared Goff is a Super Bowl quarterback. You need to put some respect on his name. And, and man, 23 through three, three weeks to the regular season. He's a little best quarterback in the league apparently <laughs> the way it should be all right josh we're moving on to your bread and butter division rival of these lions is going to be them green bay packers and i got them going 11 and 6 and it's not i don't want to sit here and absolutely disrespect the packers because i'm sure you know josh will have his blood boil but i'm really curious what this team does with adams gone like obviously it's pretty memeable at this point, but Adams was legitimately a huge part of that offense, and so like I'm giving Green Bay the benefit of the doubt. Um, I think 11 and six might be closer to their ceiling um, than you know a lot of years past. I mean, this team could be potent. Aaron could put it all together. Aaron could make a bunch of no-name receivers into studs. That's definitely possible. Um, but I'm just this is one of the teams that was so tough for me. So I, I just decided they've been good for a while. Matt LaFleur um, cramming it up his cram hole seems to know some stuff. Aaron Rodgers is an extremely talented quarterback. Um, you know, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones are pretty good. Defense is getting better. So this team could absolutely dominate, or this team could be absolute trash with no offense. There's only one way to find out, but I got them power ranked eight going 11-6. and six. Yeah, I have them, you know, with one more win, 12-5. and five. I, I, I do think that you know, obviously Devonta Adams is top two, not two. Um, so he, his absence will be noticed. Um, but I do think that with his absence, there's opportunity for Aaron to spread the ball around more because let's face it, after Devonte on the team last year, we had nobody. Two years ago, nobody. Three years ago, nobody. Four years ago, I don't even remember. But, uh, you know, there has never been like a guy that Rodgers looks at second. So now that he doesn't have Devante, he's got a whole bunch of people to look at. And I don't know. A whole I bunch of the, nobodies? Because, I mean, exactly. Al Lazard's still here. Robert Tunyon's still here. I mean, those two guys, yeah. But, I mean, he didn't have the trust that, you know, Devante had or Adams or Cobb. Um, Cobb's still here, but, you know, his walker can only be on the field for so long. <laughs> um, but, um, I, I mean, I think that, you know, the rookies obviously got to get their, their act together, get the routes run properly in order to earn that trust. But he has talked a lot of praise about Dobbs. He's talked a lot of praise about Winfrey, um, who made some solid catches the other night from um, Jordan Love. Um, he also praised up Jake Kumro. And where is he right now, pal? Uh, I think he's selling uh, cheese curds at the concession stand down there. But uh, Good for him. Um, but I mean, yeah, he, so he's, and, and somebody, I mean, obviously the Packers subreddit, they're going to toss a few things out here and there to try and slip by their reasoning and, and to help with the heartbreak. But Roger's stats without Adams is, are, is actually a lot better than with Adams because of how much he forces the ball. But it's like, well, he has really good stats with Adams. So why not? Um, my, in my mind, in um, last year's game against uh, the San Fran in the playoffs, there was a play where Adams was running a, like a seam route up the left side, and Lazard kind of broke off in a post, I believe. And there were three guys on Adams, and absolutely nobody within, you know, 15 feet of Lazard. And he tried to squeak it into Adams. Uh, because of that, you know, it's Adams. And and but I think that now that there's a little bit more freedom to where he can throw the ball because of lack of trust in everybody <laughs> um he's just gonna throw it to the open guy so yeah i think that uh my hopes are my my hopes are being drowned out right now um by false hope but uh <laughs> i have him going 12 and 5 really um hoping it's not 5 and 12 power rank 8 
All we got, we were dead on both on the uh, the power rankings, so I guess we'll find out. Um, what do you got for the Rams and Josh? Defending, reigning, undisputed world champions. Yeah, they're the uh, Super Bowl champions. Uh, I mean, they lost a couple guys in the offseason, um, but then they and then they lost Stafford's arm. It sounds like that's. I mean, obviously he's going to play. He could have it. I hope they know, find it. it. Yeah, um, he's gonna. If he gets it amputated, he'd probably still be able to throw the ball with his other one. Um, I have him going eleven six. Um, they lost uh, Von Miller on defense. They lost. Um, a couple other guys on offense. I'm drawing blanks on names now. Uh, nobody major. OBJ might have been the biggest name. Um, but I do think that the Super Bowl hangover will get them. Um, and they're power ranked 12 on my list. Yeah, that's always the tough part, right? Like, we always come in here and be like, all right, the defending Super Bowl champ, the team looks pretty similar. Like, no one, whoever wins the Super Bowl, like, blows it up. And then you think they're going to tank. So that's always the the tough part with these forecasts and projections and mocks or whatever you want to call them but i got the rams going 12 and 5 it was hard for me to give them less wins because i mean again they did lose obj and you know bobby woods but then they added uh, you know alan or not alan lazard alan robinson um and van jefferson's uh, you know a very capable wide receiver three you know they added um bobby wagner right so i mean that defense should still be stacked they lost von miller but they added bobby wagner still got jalen ramsey still got aaron fucking donald dude generational like I, maybe not once in a lifetime d tackle but like once the, probably the best d tackle in our lifetime for sure um so yeah i mean no it's a hard it's really hard for me to give them less than 12 wins of course yeah, there's the super bowl hangovers and there's this and that i could have gone in there and given them some random losses if i wanted to but this is a team that should be pretty good. I don't have him power ranked one. That's where I got the Bills. Um, Matt's arm is a question mark. Who knows? Uh, but I got him power ranked five. And so we were pretty different on that one. You give him more of a Super Bowl hangover than I did. But, um, you know, between your 12 and my five, we both agree they're going to be a playoff bound team. So, you know, we should see some good things from the Rams this year. Moving on, Josh. We got the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I got him going nine and eight. Um, you know, I talked about it last time, you know, I didn't perfectly follow the rule because I really liked Miami, but generally first year head coaches just, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into that and maybe Kevin O'Connell's being an absolute God, but, um, you know, I wrote in my notes here that they have the pieces to light the world on fire. So, you know, we won't. And so that's kind of how I'm just doom and gloom. This offense should be really good. Like Kirk looks like he's going to be absolutely fine. Um, Adam Thielen looks like he's back to form. Justin Jefferson, like everyone has him as a top two or top three or top four receivers. Definitely top five, usually top three, depending on who you're asking. Um, Dalvin Cook is still a good running back. Offensive line seems like it's getting better. So that offense should be really, really good. And so that's just, you know, I, I can't believe in good things. I can't believe that we're going to have the nice things. And that defense has got awful last year. And is changing the scheme really going to make the difference everyone thinks it's going to? Um, and is the offense going to be able – so the, as bad as everyone thinks the defense was, and they were bad, but, like, the offense had, you know – I think tied for the most three and outs all of last year. So we were just an offense that stalled all the time. If Kevin O'Connell can scheme us out of that, the defense won't look so bad because the offense is better. Maybe we have 12 fucking wins. I don't know, dude. I got us going nine and eight. I just can't believe we're going to be a playoff team this year. I'd love to be wrong. I genuinely love the Vikings. I know I've hated on them the last couple years in these, um, in these predictions, but um, I still miss Zimmer a little bit, you know, and uh, you know, nothing against Kevin O'Connell. Um, you know, I think Kevin O'Connell is probably the right coach for this team right now, for sure, with uh, the offensive pieces we have. But I got him power ranked 18. I don't think we're doing it this year. What do you think about the your least favorite team, Josh? Well, we're not talking about Seattle yet. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. I, I, I had him going 11-6, so a little bit more um than you um power rank 10 for me so a difference of eight there kind of a big swing um but uh i mean i don't know like you said their offense is potent um, i read a great thing on um nfl subreddit about kirk uh cousins and his uh his quarterbacking abilities and he's a, like it's it's hard to deny you know he's he's a great quarterback you look at the stats he's always you know top top 10 in most categories all of that um, but then the win-loss columns, you know, it's a team game. So obviously that that's taken into consideration or I'll take, I mean, I consider that. 
but he doesn't have the wins like some of the other great quarterbacks who are you know on teams that are about the same. Um, and then I read somebody's response to that, and they said, Kirk Cousins is the guy that when it's third and 14, he's going to throw the six-yard crossing route because the guy is open and it's his second read and the first guy is covered. He's not going to be like Russell Wilson or anybody else who's going to throw that 25-yard streaking hoping for the 50-50 ball. He's going to take that safe play. And I was like, that's actually pretty accurate. It may not be the check down. It may not be the, you know, what I always said with the check down, but he's, and, and you know, part of that might be scheme. And then, so that might be part of the reason why uh, uh, Cock is in. Um, but uh, so I do think that they're they're better than, what you said as far as their pieces go. Um, but that defense is probably going to be holding them back for the most part. Um, they might actually make the uh, Green Bay offense look good at some point, uh, which would be impressive. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm uncomfy on, on, on this team just because of all the changes that, that were made. Um, I do want uh, want them to start off extremely bad so we get the firecock chance going. But uh, and that's, that's about they think the firecock chance will start in his. They won't even give him a, like multiple weeks in a year, or they won't even give him like eight games in one year. They think after four losses, we'll want him out, or what? Well, I think that. Uh, well, four losses in a row, yeah, maybe four, like four big losses in a row. That, most likely, you'll start seeing that on the on the subreddit. Should have hired Harbaugh. What the fuck were we thinking? Yep. But I'm thinking that uh, the, the way to really uh, fast track that is to let Green Bay come in and drop a 50 burger on you guys. Um, and and that'd, it would literally be 30 seconds after the final buzzer sounds. That's uh, I would like to unsubscribe from your timeline there. But uh, yeah, I mean, we both agree this Minnesota offense should be good. We'll fucking see, dude. What do you got for Nolans, Josh? Um, have him go on nine and eight. Um, kind of a dependent on Kamara missing time. Um, I mean, he's still a solid running back. Um, I don't know. He kind of fell off a little bit last year with things. Um, I don't know if he was hurt or what. I don't remember. But uh, um, Slant Man's going to be back, aka Michael Thomas. Um, and so Kamara with him might maybe missing time. I know that they said maybe not until 2023, but now Buzzby's representing the guy who he assaulted and is trying to push for now. Um, and so I don't know. I think that Jameis, um, he he's a solid quarterback, but I don't think that I don't think that thirty for thirty is going to get him a ten win season. So I had him nine and eight with power rank seventeen. It's okay to be fucking wrong, Josh. I think I only, I only gave him one more win. I have Nolans going uh, ten and seven. Um, I think keep this team healthy and they will be in the playoffs a billion percent, dude. Like I think this again. I'm saying pending a healthy team because Jameis couldn't do it, and maybe uh, you know Kamara's gone or Th- Thomas tweaked something again. There's a lot of question marks and a lot of things that could go wrong for this team. I'll fully admit, but keep this team healthy. The defense is pretty good. It sounds like the offense will be back with you know if Kamara stays. Winston healthy a full 17 games Thomas and who the fuck is it Chris Olave is that the rookie they drafted um, you know, this, that offense should be pretty fucking good the defense should be pretty fucking good um, I think 10 and 7 isn't their ceiling and now some of these some of these teams have said this is probably their ceiling. I don't think ten and seven is the Saints' ceiling. I think they'll surprise plenty of people this year, pending everything going right for them. Um, I have them power ranked fourteen. You had them at seventeen, so we don't have them very far off. But I think they'll be a sneaky playoff team. So just a little bit of a disagreement there, but we both think they're you know not garbage. Moving on though to a team that you probably think is garbage. I've got the New York Giants going eight and nine. Uh, of course, uh, the offensive coordinator from the Bills last year, Brian DeBole. He is now the head coach of the New York Giants after the Joe Judge experiment was um, ended. I think this team will actually be okay. Um, I think DeBole will bring some good things. Obviously, Danny Dimes is not the quarterback a lot of people want him to be, but I think with again, this is I mean I'm saying the same things back to back with a healthy Saquon. Uh, Thibodeau gets back what like week. Two, week three, week four. Um, you know, I think this is going to be another one of those teams that'll surprise some people. I think the Giants aren't as bad as everyone thinks they're going to be. I think Danny Dimes is going to be serviceable. Um, hopefully, they can pound the Brock with a quan a bit. And I got him going eight and nine, power rank twenty one. Josh, why am I wrong? You're wrong because Danny Dimes is Danny doubtful. He sucks. Um, he is. I don't know. I'm looking at uh, Pro Football Reference right now. <coughs> is a turnover monster um 
to the point where he might as well just gift wrap a, a game ball and give it to the team every other drive. Um, now my page won't load, but I have it. I'm going two and fifteen. Um, new head coach, like you said, probably won't perform as well as um, expectations are, um, it, or at least trends say that they won't. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau is hurt already. Um, their number one wide receiver is exactly. Um, actually, I don't even know. Do they have a wide receiver? I mean, Kenny Galladay. Like I, I predicted last year, Kenny Galladay was going to be absolute trash. But that's probably the number one. They've still got Sterling Sharp. They've still got um, other people. Sterling like Sharp. Can't. I mean, Sterling Shepard. Is that what I meant to say? Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, this is. I'm trying, Josh. I'm trying. Uh, I, but, um, I, I had to think for a second who you were talking about. Uh, Sterling, 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 fucking Sterling something. Shepherd? Yeah, no, Sterling yeah. Shepard. Um, yeah, yeah but, I mean, I, I have them as the worst team in the NFL. Um, I, I don't think Jones is the guy. I think that they'll be, you know, if they do show some hints of things, they'll start to tank at some point just to get that first overall pick. Um, but yeah, I have them powering 32. All right. What do you think about their division rival in Philly then, Josh? Well, I got Philly going five and 12, but, Jeez, um, I think- East just fucking stinks. Dallas is going to molly them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the NFC East is the NFC least, as as people sometimes say. Um, I mean, their their coach is one goofy goober. I said you got. I said the goofy goobers got grit. Gonna get good someday, just not this day. Um, Jalen Hurts is is a running back in disguise. Um, you know, they traded for AJ Brown to help out with that offense, and I do think that they, they'll show some promise down the line. But like I said, it's not their year this year. I think it's going to be another another year for them. Five and twelve power rank, twenty five. I mean that's interesting. I got Philly going eight and nine. I, I mean I think AJ Brown will help them a bit. I also think they're kind of wasting AJ Brown. Jalen Hurts isn't bad. The coach is an absolute goofball. Those are my two notes. Um, I, yeah, I just don't. I don't. This this team isn't a playoff team in my mind. Their their roster is good enough to get plenty of wins um, out of sheer will or sheer luck or sheer force. Also helps that they do play the Giants and the Commanders a total of four times between the those two teams. So that's just the way she goes, pal. Philly, I got eight and nine. Power ranked 22. So even though we got them, you know, three wins apart, we only got them power ranked, you know, two ranks apart. So we both think Philly ain't it this year. Moving on, Josh, to another team that ain't it this year. We got the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm, th- I'm starting to think they should rena- rename the team to the Gum Chompers, just you know, just for your love um, and your endearment. But I got them going I forward. Thir- <laughs> I got them going four and thirteen. Um, I kind of <laughs> my note that I wrote was I hope they are imploding on purpose, um, and that this is a cocoon year. Like a lot of people out there are saying that. You know, Pete Carroll is not a guy to stick around for a rebuild. I think they're just assuming that based on his age, whereas I think Pete Carroll still has like 10 more coaching years than him. That dude seems to have one of the highest running motors there is out there, and he just doesn't stop. Um, I think was I don't I think it was just today, Shaquem Griffin was on Pat McAfee, and he was talking about how Pete Carroll's just a different beast, dude. So I don't think Pete Carroll would be afraid to stick around for a rebuilding year or two to, to just give it one more good run. Um, but this year ain't it with Drew Locke or Geno Smith. They locked down DK Metcalf a bit longer, but Kenneth Walker's already hurt. Um, they lost some studs on defense. Rashad Penny has been so unreliable forever. Power rank 27. They garbage. Yeah, um, I had them 4-13 and 13 as well, power rank 27, so we agreed on that uh, 100% basically. Um, I'll, I'll, the only thing that I said for notes was no. Just no. It's like, <laughs> like you said, <laughs> I hope they're imploding on purpose because they are, I mean, they're, they're having a quarterback competition between Geno Smith, who, you know, punched his own teammate or got punched by a teammate and needed to get his jaw wired. And, um, and he was a jet gross. Hey, you put some and respect then, on his name. Geno Smith ended Eli Manning's Iron Man streak, okay? That's true. And then, uh, um, I mean, yeah, but so would, uh, you know, so would being told to keep your mouth shut because you wouldn't be able to breathe then. Um, <laughs> and then Drew Locke is the other guy in that quarterback competition. Both of them, you know, you could put both of them on the field and you might have a quarter of a quarterback, but uh, um, you got to pick one. And so they're they're sitting at an eighth. Um, so I don't know. I don't like that team. Their run game, they're, they were known for their run game. And now they're, you know, no, just no. Sorry, Seattle, you suck. 
Moving on to the same division, San Fran. A little bit more optimistic here. Got him going on 11-6. Trey seems to be a guy, and then he seems not to be. And then he seems to be a guy, and then he seems not to be. Um, but as long, you know, as long as he's, you know, mobile, he's in a run offense. Yeah, that that is definitely an offense that runs um, more of that West Coast, quick get the ball out, that sort of thing. Their defense is solid. Um, I have them eleven and six, powering nine. Okay, um, interesting. This is a team I thought you hated last year. Maybe you just hated Jimmy G, or I don't know what it was. But and maybe I'm misremembering. I could be slandering your name uh, accidentally. I've got a lot of things wrong tonight. All Sterling Sharp and whatever else the fuck I said. But I got the San Francisco 49ers panning for gold out there, going 11 and six. Um, I said it's time to see what Trey Lance has, but uh, Shandy's too good to lose a lot. I think you know. Certainly, no one would ever give Jimmy Garoppolo. I think is a good quarterback. I think Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo is a solid quarterback. No one would ever give Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo credit for carrying that team uh, to the Super Bowl or carrying that team to the playoffs the multiple years they've been there. Um, and so adding that mobility factor with Trey Lance, you hope it you know it's greater than what they had with Jimmy Garoppolo, even if Trey Lance may, might need a little more work with delivering the ball, maybe the way Garoppolo could. But um, I, I can't bet against Mike Shanahan. I just can't bring myself to do it. And so even with the loss of you know Bobby Sala two years ago and then Mike McDaniel this year, Mike Shanahan runs that team through and through. I got him power ranked 11, and so we both kind of think they're you know top 10-ish team, top 12-ish team, playoff bound for show. Um, moving on though, Josh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was just going to say Gronkineers, but that's dead until Thanksgiving when Tom's desperate. But I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going 13 and four. Uh, kind of the same argument I was using with the 49ers with Shanahan. Um, it's hard to argue against Brady and the fact that he's going to feel even more rejuvenated. He just got to perform on the Mass Singer, got to take 11 days off a of training camp. I mean, good for him. And uh, I can't wait to see his performance on the Mass Singer. But how are you going to vote against Brady? You just can't do it. I mean, I'm starting to get worried here as I see news come of the, they keep losing offensive linemen. That's never a good strategy. But Mike Evans is still goaded. Uh, Chris Godwin is still really, really good. Um, you know, Leonard Fournette should be fine. Like, the, I know the you know there's talk about his lasagna lenny weight early but he seems to there seems to be no more concern about that at all um getting here close to the season so i got him going 13 and 4 power rank 3 tom should be up there for one more ring run i think i have him going 13 and 4 as well uh power rank 3 so another one that we're pretty much uh locked in on um I think that they start 0-4 while Brady recoups from his private island wifey time because you know he's got he's he's a little old he's got some old hips so he's uh, he's got to <laughs> kind of recover from that. But uh, she I is do, a Brazilian supermodel, so I mean you know, and she's the breadwinner in that family, believe it or not. She has but, to be. Uh, um, but so I, I all joking aside, yeah, 13-4, hard to go against Brady. Losing offensive lineman, I think I think there was one point in time where I logged on the Reddit like four days in a row and saw that they had lost four centers like all four centers just dead so whatever they're do whatever that quarterback is doing just stop doing it you don't need to get that deep up there when you're going under center um but um i do think that you know they're going to be a playoff team and, and brady's going to be back in uh in relevancy for the super bowl again all right final Moving team Josh. to the commies I have them going four and thirteen. Um, I I just don't see it. They uh, they had Tyler Heineke last year. He got dinged up a bit, um, and then they go out and they grab Carl Wentz, as they say on on McAfee, or as Connor calls him. Um, but yeah, Carl is is not the guy. Um, he's gonna have some explosive plays, and then he's gonna have some boneheaded ones. He's he's essentially a Jalen Hurts Daniel Jones hybrid. Um, so I think that. Uh, I think that they'd have to get some um, get somebody else to take his role, and they'd do a little bit better. But, you know, Antonio Gibson seems to have lost a step. Uh, Terry McLaurin wasn't necessarily all that happy with the situation up until, you know, it's preseason. So we will see. Um, I have them powering 30. Not, not too fond of them this year. Sure. I got the commies going 5-12, and 12, so just slightly better than you. Uh, I love Ron Rivera. Um, yeah, I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good coach. 
you know, I, I, I'm sure as you've seen with how I still talk about Zimmer to this day, I just can fall in love with people and fall in love with coaches, not necessarily linking it to their skill or if they're right for the team or for the league, but Ron Rivera is a good guy. like Ron Rivera a lot. Um, this team just seems to lack an X factor. Um, they're kind of maybe wasting Chase Young a little bit at this point, which, you know, Chase Young couldn't do anything about it. He got drafted by him, so... Um, but yeah, you talk about Carson Wentz. The biggest thing with Carson Wentz is he's got, I don't, don't take offense to this, Josh. Let me get through my explanation. Okay. But Carson Wentz is definitely a guy who has the spirit in uh, the spirit of Brett Favre inside of him and that no play is ever dead for Carson Wentz. And he like, I, you know, some people talk about it on the radio. We talk about Pat a lot, but he thinks he's going to be able to go out there and score 25 points on one play and put the entire team on his back, but he doesn't have near the skill nor the luck that Favre had a lot. And so what it ends up looking like is a guy out there struggling, scrambling around, looking for anything in any Avenue. He doesn't want to ever throw the ball away he's always looking downfield he's always looking for you know something that could turn into a miracle um but you know it it leads leads to a lot of heartache and some picks and some fumbles and it's just yeah i think carson's washed at this point he had a good run with the eagles obviously drafted what second overall at ndsu good for him um but i I think yeah this is going to be kind of his swan-ish type song or he becomes a journeyman and hops around the league but sorry about it yeah. I got a power rank 25, though, slightly higher than you. Yeah. Well, Josh, that was all 16 NFC teams. Um, it looks like you did some things with some stats on um, things and stuff. Do, would you rather talk about playoff scenarios first, or would you rather talk about some of the stuff you worked on? It looks like you did some notes about what games we agreed on or where we yeah, agreed. Yeah, we could do playoff scenarios first. Okay. I'm prepared for that knows. for sure. Um, I already talked about my AFC teams last week, but going from going in reverse order of playoff teams, so seventh seed to first seed, I've got the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Titans, and the Buffalo Bills making the AFC playoffs. For the <coughs> NFC, I've got Arizona in the seventh seed, so just barely making it. I've got the New Orleans Saints in the sixth seed. I've got the San Francisco 49ers in the fifth seed. I've got the Green Bay Packers in the fourth seed winning the north. I've got the Rams in the third seed winning the west. I've got the Cowboys in the second seed winning the east. And I got the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers in the first seed winning the south. Um, My two Super Bowl teams, I've got Buffalo playing Dallas. And I got Buffalo winning it all, Josh. That's what I got. What do you got? Uh, yeah, in reverse order for the AFC, I have Cincinnati in seventh, and then the Chargers in sixth, Titans in fifth, Chefs in fourth, Colts in third, the Ravens in second, and then the Bills in first. Coming in on the NFC in reverse order, the seventh seed, I have Nolens, and then Dallas in sixth, San Fran in fifth, the Vikings in fourth. Rams in third, although the Vikings couldn't be in fourth just because of the division. I just went by <laughs> overall records. Uh, Rams in third, um, and Pack is in second, and then the Tampa Bay's in first. Do the Vikings um, go um, invade another division and win that one instead? They might. They go take yeah, over the I East. Mean, if, I, if I wanted to be actual, they'd be the sixth seed, and Dallas would be the fourth. There you go. But, um, but it wouldn't matter because I'm not doing the entire playoff bracket. These are just the seven teams from each division. And my Super Bowl champions are going to be the Buffalo Bills because they're the hot team. And they're going to be playing the San Francisco Favre Niners. Interesting. You got Trey Lance in a Super Bowl. Okay, you like to see it. No, no, no. No. Trey Lance won't be in the Super Bowl. Didn't you it's just unfortunate that oh. he had an accident. Oh, no. Who's their backup? doesn't matter who their backup is now because the person that they'll have in the Super Bowl at that time is none other than Big Dick Nick. They don't you mean they don't trade for Jordan Love? Give give your oh. team six first for him? I was gonna say how many first they got. <laughs> Jordan Love's a hot commodity. <laughs> is he? I'm about to drop him in the Dynasty League. 
Biggest mistake in your life. <laughs> He's been sitting on my taxi squad for two years doing absolutely nothing. Rogers has a four-year extension. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you did some other stuff, Josh. Looks like you've got sheet four here. And then it looks like, did you update these comps? I don't know if you did or if you didn't. Um, I don't know if you did anything with this comp sheet or not, but you definitely did something with sheet four. So I guess kind of walk me through what all you've done because I know I, I didn't did, contribute I did anything else. On, I did something on the comp this. Okay. Um, well, you, I mean, see. you take it away then, Josh. You, you got a lead because I'm in uncharted territory at this point. All right. So when it comes down to it all, I'm trying to see. Okay. Um, so I, did, I got bored. Shocking, I know. Um, and so I went through and I, I kind of I wanted to know which weeks we were in most agreement with during the season and which teams we were most in agreement with. So each game, not overall record, but each game. Um, and so, cause I know we had some that had zeros, um, like as far as the differences go, um, we had seven teams that we agreed hundred percent with the records, um, which is actually pretty impressive. Um, and then like nine more with just one or two, one game. Um, and so I wanted to see how we like predicted each week on that or each game on that. And, um, Houston was the most, uh, in agreement as far as who they beat and who they lose to, um, with an 88.89% <coughs> agreement. Um, and then we got three teams at 83, Chicago, Dallas, and Green Bay, um, Atlanta, Jacksonville, Las Vegas, New England, Seattle, Tampa Bay, 77. And then we got a few 72s. Um, lowest couple, and, and this is what kind of shocks me, um, Cleveland, obviously, we had, I think we had like an eight-game swing between wins and losses, or a five-game swing. That's why I put that number there. Um, <laughs> yeah, only game San- three wins. Al was not happy about it last week. But uh, San Fran, we had the exact same record, but only 44% in agreement as really? far as who they beat and who they lose to. So I just, I don't know, I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Um, but then um, week-to-week agreement, we had uh, 5, 6, and 16 as pretty much locked on, 87.5%. Um, the worst couple of weeks, 3, 4, 13, and 15, um, less than 50%. But got a lot of, lot of agreement in, over the span of things. I just, like I said, I got bored. Um, I was really hoping for something like 100% on like three or four teams. Didn't happen. No, yeah, our football minds are very different. I w- it would be like no one's ever going to care enough, but it would be interesting to go through and catalog our mocking process and like talk through it. But no one would ever watch that content. It would just be for us, and we'd have to go through the effort of making it, so it'll never happen. But it's interesting that we, especially with the 49ers, we have to give them the exact same record. There's only 17 games to choose from, and yet we only picked 44% of the same games. Very interesting. Yeah. Whereas with like Chicago, is three games off, and Chicago and Dallas, we had three game differences. And, uh, you know, 83% in agreement. I don't know. It's, I just found it to be a little bit interesting. Yeah. More still the San Fran thing, but whatever. Oh, oh, cool. Thanks for doing that. That's interesting for sure. Yeah, that's my effort for the season. <laughs> Josh, like, and I am spent. Yeah, oofta. Broke a sweat there. Mm-hmm. All right, guard. Do you have anything else for me? Uh, I mean, you said you did do something on the comps page. Do you want to talk about that, or is that for another time, or was that's, that? The, no, 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 that's no. what you were reading. That's through. what I was just. Yeah, that's oh, just what okay. I was reading through. Okay, yeah, I was on sheet four when you're going through that whole thing, but now I now that I look at it, it makes total sense that you are. Yeah, you you put the math on the comps page from sheet four. Okay, I got it. No, I mean, yeah, we talked about all 272 games of the regular season. We talked about our, you know, 14 playoff teams and our Super Bowl champion and our Super Bowl loser. I think that's about it. I mean, we don't need to go through the preseason schedule, really. I mean, next week, we got the, we got the big draft coming up here, Josh. Saturday at the Ranges Haas, 4 p.m., featuring Walters as our sticker uh, person. Lovely sticker witch. Um, the Walters the witch. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a good draft. Minute to pick, just like last year. I'll be very interested to see Panic Man Walters, how he performs compared to kind of cool Connor last year. Um, I'll be... <laughs> the timekeeper slash sticker person i think having them be very anxious and very panicky is going to be very interesting but i'm here for it because i'll be ready for my pick every time but um 
Yeah, I don't know. So next, all that's to say, next Wednesday we'll be grading the Hidden Oaks draft. We'll be going through everyone's teams, and you know, hopefully we can get a couple celebrity draft graders. If not, you and I will just go through a bunch of bullshit like we do every year. And then the week following that, so I think it's two Wednesdays from now, or maybe that's when we switch to Tuesdays. I don't know. But the week before that, going into the regular season, we always do like some big fantasy preview. You know, big fantasy players. We think we're going to do great fantasy players. We think we're going to do trash. I don't have to go look at an old note sheets for specifics, but those are the last two preseason pods only two pods until regular season football and we're talking about week one josh so it's crazy i'm excited and uh yeah i don't know i I think how do you think you're gonna draft this weekend i don't know i i i don't know hopefully better than last year yeah you don't want to go you don't want to be bottom of the league this year again i wasn't bottom i mean bottom three have a little respect yeah bottom three. <laughs> i mean what and what position are you drafting from i know you weren't super high in your spot i got draft position seven which was picked by the person i broke up with so that's or i don't know broke up with each other i guess but uh yeah i got draft position seven uh not sure how i feel about it um what do you got 11 i think off the top of my head i got 12 Ooh, okay yeah no it was like between 12 13 and I was like, uh, 13 is an unlucky number. So Sure. 12. I got 12 in this one and the Victoria's Secret League. So I just figured I'll get the exact same team, despite us having two more in the Hidden Oaks. <laughs> no, more yeah. People. No chance of that. Um, do you think, so, and we we can just go, but I'm just curious, do you, th- not even saying if you would draft him or not, but do you think Kelsey falls all the way to 12 in this upcoming draft on Saturday with our league? Or do you think Kelsey goes before 12? Because at oh, first Kelsey, I was thinking about yes. taking him at seven, um, but then I was like, his ADP is like so much lower than that. So I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll take Henry or something else instead. Whoever falls to seven, some running back. But I don't know. I, would I be reaching for Kelsey at seven? I don't know, but I can almost guarantee without even knowing, like remembering the draft order, Jeremy or Brian will take Kelsey in the first. I think so, huh? That's interesting. I mean, they just dream tight end in the first. <laughs> it's because Jeremy and Brian have a couple tight ends themselves, if you know what I mean. Maybe. <laughs> all right, Josh. Well, that's all I got. And so assuming that's all you got, we can let the fine folks go. I am queued up to play the outro music for the first time in a while. But unless you got anything else, pal, we can uh, we can let the people go. And I will see you on Saturday. Yep. I will see you on Saturday. I have nothing else other than go Packers. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will see you back here next Wednesday, sometime between 5 and 8, probably. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you, too.